0: to another episode of the YNK Podcast. Yeah! Hey, what's up, Steve? I know you always hear us talking about the app Bravo Pay. Well, hey, you know they always give us the ability to process one-time payments. However, in a few weeks, Bravo Pay will be offering more ways for us to connect with all the Steves. So stay tuned for exclusive
1: content and experiences. But for now, you gotta download the Bravo Pay app. Let's get on with the motherflippin' show.
2: So this is when we realized how valuable Kilmer is because <laughs> it's fucking it's uh host central. Am I hosting? Or are you hosting or are we just sharing the hosting duties? Talking to me? Yeah.
3: Oh, I definitely didn't think I was hosting, but we're uh, the only
2: we're the only two here. <laughs> yeah. I where, mean, where did you get this? I used to use it when I was How have I, the, I never seen it until right now.
0: I, yeah, I did it for Halloween one time, but people, literally people were scared at the rocks. They were like, get this guy out of here.
2: Wait, wait, you wore out to the rocks?
0: Yeah, and I was just bopping around, like walking around, just like.
2: Where going? was I at? Yes. Did you sneak out and go to the rocks
1: well, on no your
0: own? One, no one saw me, obviously. <laughs> yeah, no no <laughs> one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was yeah, with dude. you and you didn't fucking. I wore this
0: to the rocks once, I swear. I don't
2: believe it. Are you smoking a sheboink? Yeah, you want one? The hemp shit? I'm good. I got, a, I got a backwards in my air, Sorry. locked and loaded. Didn't mean to light you on fire.
0: Uh, what if I literally just start on fire? <laughs> Try not to ignite our, <laughs> The whole, my whole suit just started. Oh, um, good, you're hosting,
2: Mike. Daddy's home, guys. I had a, uh, call, let's call it a sabbatical. A little sabbatical trip to uh, Utah. Um, the most beautiful place on earth. Got called, uh, I wanna say, got called to come through, left that night, packed. Steve, keep it down over there. Uh, packed for about four to six days. Stayed uh, four to six weeks. And uh, not mad about it, not mad about it at all. Um, I know Huey came in, stepped in for the pod and was was, uh, was hosting as well with Kilmer and <laughs> but um man I had a fucking phenomenal trip outside of uh going to the big house <laughs> 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 on my way out but we uh,
3: you will definitely need to cover that but i think you should probably run through the whole thing Could yeah
2: run through what you can from the jump i don't remember much of it <laughs> likewise <laughs> no we were just uh man you know stevie malone called me up and uh, Steve's his brother kevin <laughs> so. call, called me and uh you know he had a birthday coming up and wanted to work on music and some exciting stuff on the horizon for us man um i think some of you guys might might already get the hint a little bit but got some really exciting stuff with uh with that whole camp and just what's been going on behind the scenes with music is um honestly it'd probably be already public by now if this whole you know this whole year didn't fucking just completely implode on us but um yeah man uh Timing's always perfect, and I think we're, we're fastly approaching. No matter what's going on in the world, we're fastly approaching where we can share this info. But it's really exciting stuff. So, uh, yeah, working on new tunes with the big guy and, you know, just helping on his stuff. He's helping on mine, making stuff together, and uh, it was great. But, man, to get out of L.A., um, it's crazy how the uh, energy in the air, you could just feel it because... You know, to get out of LA at that time where it was just very, uh, felt like a fucking war zone down here. You know, like we're a little bit s- separate in Studio City, but down where you live, I mean, it's like.
0: Yeah, when you left, it was, it was mayhem. It was just, it was a bunch of shit was going on.
2: Yeah, I mean, just fucking helicopters in the skies, people just of uptight energy and felt really fucking nice. Uh, you know, we went and protested a few days and just, I even protested. just went and walked with you know, with the people that and we haven't really touched on that. We should talk about that too, but that felt really good to go do that and feel you know, as much as I'd say the energy was kind of negative overall in the air, just there's a lot of uptight energy. There's also like a pretty uplifting vibe when you're just walking with thousands of people that That energy was super positive. Yeah, it was. And it was uh we were out there for like six seven hours one day then fucking flew by just walking i haven't walked that long in a long time so it's really nice to do that but man when we got to utah just the air was like fucking alkaline water for your nose (laughs) (laughs) it was uh felt really good and and you know couldn't fucking breathe up there (laughs) god man yeah we never felt more out of shape in my life you you Foley and the guys came out later um but uh you know it's in Salt Lake area, it's not as hard to breathe, but we were up in the fucking mountains up nowhere, uh, Sundance. In Park M- City. Yeah, Park the music City. festival is. It's called Park City. A.K. Fantasy Island, man. It was just like a whole different world. You go through those gates and go. Once you pass the gates, fuck, man. Was, you go up the hills and there's fucking ski lifts and. I got a man, half chubby fu-
3: just thinking about
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It's just super relaxing and you feel so secluded and then kind of reminds you of like what life might be like without like social media and doing what we do and living in this digital age. It's just kind of nice. Didn't really was barely on my phone. We partied a lot, you know, partied a lot, but it was. Uh, Felt like I was one with nature
3: out
1: there.
2: Yeah, it was just, it was a lot of the things um, that we talk about just communing with nature. Steve, Steve, cut it out. I think. Chubbs. Steve, Steve. Steve and Chubbs. Steve and Chubbs just never stop.
0: They're humping each other. Cody, can you call Chubbs?
2: Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just good to see Stevie and uh, his whole team Kevin. and. Ch- Share his birthday with him. The stuff vibe was great, and you know, it, it's uh, you pick and choose your spots when you're you get to link up with him. He's busy, and you know, we're doing our own thing too. But it's it's always nice to call a huddle and catch a vibe with the guys. So that that was great. It was it was uh, extremely productive in that sense, but more more so productive just for like a reset and just I had a, like a lot of fun where I, I really was quarantined heavily here beforehand and um you know as much as that was a reset in its own right you kind of just had it just felt nice to be around people again and not really be worrying or uptight about nothing like you know just it was really nice so yeah you know went a little longer than expected but I, I ended up calling an audible like four or five when I was out there for like five six days and you know, I could tell we were catching a great vibe. I was like, uh, I called all the guys back here, and I was just like, well, not all the guys. Foley and Versace. I was, you know, Versace's my guy. I need him just to fucking regulate and keep things in order. But, you know, we kind of turned it into a little bit of a work trip for us. So we ended up getting our own house and just partying, setting up the studio, doing what we do. You know, we've talked about it a little bit on on here, but... I like to go travel and, and make music in new places and new environments and shit. So we, we had, if you were following on social media, you could see some of the views and stuff. It was just so nice to create music in that atmosphere. Um, so we made the most of it. We maximized the trip. Probably could have worked a little more, but like, I don't know. I mean, some of the things we got done. I don't know, man. We got done are probably the biggest things we've ever got got done. I think
3: so, each minute was spent perfectly. Yeah,
2: I mean, Zero. that's... That's yeah, you're spot on. That's that's the best outlook to have. So, we had a great time, um, and just again caught caught up with everyone, and it was great. But we have to touch on the fact that you and Post
3: played beer pong against Tyga for Post put on what was it an eight hundred thousand dollar watch on the table. So yeah, you I mean guys, we were you guys uh, won't win. It wasn't even that they had to give their watch if they lost. It was you won't beat us. Here's my watch on the table as proof that you can have it if you even beat us.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go on. I mean, this was this we were riding a very. Uh, it was like it was like the Warriors run when they just like couldn't lose. Like, we had I want to say we had like an almost thirty game win streak going. Oh, know? it was over thirty. It was close oh. in that ballpark. I'm talking single game. Like we didn't lose a game for it was like three and a half days straight. Obviously, we didn't play straight through. We like linked back up and play, but it was it was uh, magical. And Post was riding a, a big high on that one. I'll be honest. When the when the uh, when the watch hit the table, I was <laughs> my stomach my stomach dropped a little bit because I was playing at an extremely high level for a long period of time, and I was like, man, you know, it's one thing when you put your own money up, but when you got big money like that on the line, it's just yeah. like fuck.
3: I was a little upset that I wasn't on the table when yeah, that was so getting put up.
2: Yeah, let's not let's not let it go by the wayside Foley was the guy to beat us Foley and uh uh one of our buddies out here who was out in, in Utah beat us but you know what it was that time I think we lost like three in a row after that right yeah it was a 30 it was that time we played where three our, times. Run, our run our run had come to an end yeah like every great run has to so
3: honestly your guy's run completely outshines the fact that I
2: ended it like, by a, yeah, long, I mean, by a long shot. If I'm going to lose to anyone, I'd, lo- I'd prefer to lose to a gentleman and a scholar. So, I'm happy it was you. Appreciate oh, it, sir. It. Um, but, yeah. So, we had a great run. We uh, we won the games that mattered when there was upwards of three quarters, uh, you know, 758. Well, that's about eight let us just round it up. Yeah, let's just round it to It $800,000 watch.
3: just rounded up to the close. So, I'm
2: happy ever. I didn't. we didn't lose that. Because yeah. that would have really uh, put a damper on the whole thing. But... um. Yeah, we had a fucking, we had a big party in a castle, in the, literally in the middle of the fucking, in the hills in Park City. It, literally, it's called the Last Castle. Um, and uh, the neighbors are not a fan of us. Somehow we have neighbors. <laughs> you can't see them anywhere, but somehow the the you know the music was traveling, and cops were coming up and shit. So it's interesting because we were talking about like me and Post were talking about like going in on a I house got- out there and like. I would never stay at the castle after you know after further review um that other one the other house we had like a ski lodge type vibe that was nuts yikes that one i might go in on with him and just start spending a little more time in utah i need that um i don't know if that's the house we'll start looking around again but that house was that, that house was nice but um yeah man uh what was my point at the castle what was i talking about music cops Oh yeah. Um we were out, yeah, that that's kinda that's where we went on our run. Beer pong ran out in the castle. Yeah. But yeah, had a had an absolute blast out there. Um shout out to the whole fucking shout out to the women of Utah. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. I mean, it's uh <laughs> Sheesh, there's just so many it was refreshing, because 'cause we've been in LA for so long and there's not no shade to the girls in LA whatsoever. It's just different. You know? Um we had such a, such a great, fun group of girls that would come just hang out, and it was, like, friendly and just relaxed and, like, as much as, like, you know, whatever. I'm a D-list celebrity, comparatively, to Post. Um, he's in fucking, you know, as popular as he gets these days, and I thought everyone acted really normal. Like, uh, no no none of the girls were, like, acting stupid, you know. None, it was none of that. 99% of them were amazing. Yeah, really, and, uh, like you know, just really had a good vibe. And the people, you know, we didn't really see the, it wasn't like we were out in public, like a lot of shit was kind of still closed down and stuff. But for the people we did come in contact with out there, it was fucking a little magical vibe out there. So.
0: We, me and Foley kind of went to Salt Lake City a couple of times. We, we caught just, big vibes with the locals. We were locals. just kicking it out in the city. And yeah. then we went to Park City. Man. Me and Brian Lee went and fucking fucked <laughs> around the, in the town. Brian Lee, day. the legend. So delicious. Oh, yeah, we went to this We went to this drive through place. All they sold there was sodas. <laughs> Literally, it's all they have. Is all they have and sodas. Beverages. And then you could mix a bunch of shit together. And it can't would... be a very profitable business.
2: Or is it? Like I mean, it's like, how many people are like, yeah, yeah, let's... I mean, we didn't want drink.
0: to, and then we saw it. We're like, we got to go. Yeah.
2: I mean, it,
3: they, they there was honestly, like, they said that there was multiple. There was shock that we had never heard of it before, because apparently it's a huge thing out there.
0: I guess it's a huge thing in Utah because I even I like Google it and it's like a big thing out there, like soda. Really, I
2: just feel like it's such a dying market.
0: Like no, but like
3: I don't know. Not in Utah, I guess. It's, it's they're like
2: not- selling like a VCR store, it just sells VCRs. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but like that little like, strip mall we went to. Oh, my how, God. With the Zaxby's?
0: It was, there was like a Zaxby's or there's a soda joint. There was like so many. Like-
2: oh, my it God. It kind of just gave me a little slice of tour again. Like just being out in a new place and yeah, like yeah. regular shit and like regular people, like not worried about like fucking what's going on online 24 7. It's just, it's nice. So, man, I. You know, my biggest motivation for uh, monetary success is, is uh, just those experiences, just being able to go up and leave when you need to leave and go do shit. And uh, that's what I would recommend anyone who has money or, you know, your intentions for making money, um, less about, like, what you have and shit and more. Those those fucking memory, like, the memories from all this shit is the best shit um experiences are true riches yeah yeah i actually tweeted i tweeted something i should pull it up um fucks my phone i, I tweeted about experience and 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 trying to change the perspective of how people look at experience and i, I tweeted it actually in utah because i was thinking about it i said start creating collecting and celebrating experience like you do money experience is where you find yourselves where you get your sauce from and some money for the soul Focusing on the results too much limits your ability to experience to your fullest potential. So, you know, uh, if if you're even if you are in a good experience and you you have the capability of like, you know, you're right in the middle of it. If you're if you're if part of you is wondering like how you're going to benefit from it or worrying about what you're going to get from it versus just experiencing it. You're taken away from from the experience itself and I feel like it's it's uh just like a perspective shift that young people need you know and I, I just had to learn it through experience ironically enough but um yeah you, you gotta look at it like that and a lot of times that will help your decision making um and it'll help land you in the right spot where you meet the right people and you do the right things say yes to shit that you know you might not necessarily monetarily gain from or you don't know how you gain from it but you go do it because it's an experience and a lot of times it lands you in interesting cool places so that's definitely a cool takeaway I, I i was that was like one of our last days there and i was just thinking about how how great of an experience it was but i feel like that on every trip we go on even when we've had like bad trips and got like trolled you know We've had trips. Like, We've had our fair share of those. Sometimes I'd like lost money on trips. Bad shit would happen. we like, you know, Lee have to leave or whatever. or Just things didn't go right. But even that, those are experiences, man. Like, but, And okay. you learn from them.
0: I was just thinking, didn't we do a trip like recently what something happened?
2: Yeah, multiple times.
0: No, but like, recently, recently, right? Yeah, fucking Joshua Tree. Right? Oh, that's right. Totally, yeah, like, we literally
2: drove out to Joshua Tree, got a house. We we're just like, yo, let's get the fuck out of here. Then I ended up going to Utah like two days later, didn't I? Yeah. Basically. But that wasn't even planned. Yeah. We went out, drove fucking three and a half hours. We were like, yo, we gotta get out of LA. This vibe is crazy. And uh get out there the second time we've gone to Joshua Tree, um, we saw the same spider. Like, they're it's most likely a brown recluse, which is like I mean, if you fall asleep and that shit bites you, like you could f- potentially die from it. You know what I mean? Or like it's just a very dangerous like yeah, it's yeah. not a f- it's not a game. So we went to Joshua Tree one time, had an amazing experience, ended up seeing a brown recluse. I killed it, we left. We were all fucking on LSD and shit, like having a trip and just enjoying our time. Yeah. That really fucking sobered, sobered us up. Then we get to Joshua Tree this time. <laughs> fucking an hour and a half in not even an hour in we see the exact same spider Dude, I, I kill it again you
1: and
3: i are like <laughs> looking each other literally about to take mushrooms yeah and i see it over your shoulder yeah thank fucking god we didn't fucking take those mushrooms bro.
2: yeah um that
0: trip was great we had dickies and sonic <clears throat> yeah. we
3: literally drove three and a half hours to get dickies and sonic which, know, a little road trip which inspired on, back. that idea of doing the scenic route uh series of the y k podcast where we just drive places that we could go five minutes away but we drive extra long because the scenic route
2: yeah yeah i remember that yeah so you know every experience good or bad i feel like it ends up being good if you just look at it like you're just collecting coins you know like a video game you're just collecting coins and uh it's been cool but yeah man it was uh it was an amazing trip i did end up getting arrested on the way out uh you know, I'm pretty open about it. Like when I go and, when I go on these trips, like I'm partying. I'm doing, you know, I'm I'm also like, let's be let's be forward about it. Like you have to you have to have the awareness. So we talk about feel and shit, but like you have to have the awareness like if I had an addictive personality and I and I felt like I was in trouble, I feel like everyone in this room would be like, yo, you gotta chill. Like and could approach me and I would listen. And that, you know, that takes time. And a lot of times when, you know, there's like a leader of a group or say the artist, like it's hard for the people around him to tell him like the truth. But like, I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm that at all. Would you guys agree? Like you could tell me whatever or something, but you know, I go and I like to microdose shit and I, I I do do it responsibly. Like I also am, also feel like I'm kind of susceptible and like good at this. I'm almost, I feel like I'm right in flow where I'm supposed to be and like, I actually handle alcohol and doing certain, you know, substances and handling them well. I handle them probably well. More probably better than than the average person, I would say. Maybe not, but either way, I do have a really good gauge on it and I do. I like I go when I when I create, I like to take, you know, I, I'll I'll even just microdose and I want to be somebody at the forefront of this cuz you know, I, Joe Rogan was the guy who like opened my mind to it and I started, you know, seeing how cool he was and how much i appreciated his uh his standing on things and where he was in his life but you know he was very open about what those types of experiences uh psychedelics and also just you know partying in general and having fun what they do for for your life overall even as an adult and uh man they've they've been they've been life changing for me man like you know we have someone in our lives that like you know, it's it doesn't work for you know. There's there's everyone has their own everyone has their own DNA makeup. Everyone has their own path. You know, but for me, uh, doing it responsibly um, has been both a creative unlock, but also just like a life unlock. Man, like you know, that trip to Joshua Tree, I came back a different person. Oh, you know? for
3: sure, that shaped the whole the yeah. whole album. The it whole shaped my whole fuck the, the
2: music though, like it did, and that's the most imp- that's an amazing thing. But like, just how I view. Life and, oh, for sure. Fucking going and driving and looking at sunsets and all this shit that I never. Bro, you know what's crazy? I I stumbled upon a clip from the third episode. It's called "What It Means to Be Alive," this podcast, and I'm like talking openly about how like nothing moves me. I'm a totally different person. For sure. I'm completely moved by like regular shit now. Like, if I see, bro, I'll just like the most regular shit can move me that I would never even like even just natural shit like nature and animals and mountains and like dude I wake up every day and look at the mountains or and it just never gets old where before it was like kind of nothing to me so I felt really proud when I saw that I felt really happy when I saw that clip because I just saw the proof of you know the growth that can happen in such a short period of time that was that was just less than a year ago so um that's why i pushed the narrative so much to you guys but yeah back to what was going on so you know we're in a sprinter van leaving it's funny because like i had no real plans to leave i was just like oh you know i'll either fly or we'll take the sprinter so we're like oh fuck it let's go to vegas i'm in the sprinter passed out versace you took my you guys took my bag my big bag in the other car and um I grab my backpack, we got, get in the Sprinter, we're, you know, it's like four or five people in there. We're smoking, obviously, like, that's why you have a Sprinter. Like, it's a limousine service, more or less. Like, you're sitting in the back, you're disconnected from the driver, um, and you're watching movies, you're smoking weed, You're, if you're drinking, you're doing whatever you want, you know what I mean? And we're all smoking weed, and, and the from the first half of the, ra- like, first few hours, I fall asleep, I wake up to the door being opened. Everyone out, cops like cops in utah it's illegal they smell weed they can they can uh search the car so i'm like half asleep i'm like whatever you know <laughs> i'm on the side of the road we're like kind of laughing then they start going through bags and i'm like oh i don't even have bags in there i'm like oh fuck my backpacks in there or whatever then i start thinking about it i'm like man i mean i've been you know we've been out here for fucking five weeks i have no idea what's in there like we were partying you know like and uh sure enough they find you know one one literally one uh you know pill of a substance called uh mdma which is molly which is something like i do i i'll dabble with i'll take in small amounts either when i'm partying or, but also like if i'm on those work trips and we're going on days on end and just rocking and rolling i'll do plus the tings like it too so (laughs) um Man, I'm lucky there wasn't more cuz I remember like I mean, I never I, I didn't buy it. My, you know, one of my buddies brought some amazing pure shit from from LA. Um but thankfully we went through it because it would have been more, but I didn't even know. And they they found that and then also the weed. Um you know, I just kind of was like, yeah, it's mine cuz I'm not going to let other people go down for it too where I'm already going to get it. So, um it's, you know, it was it was a, it was a, actually kind of an interesting experience. It was I would gotten arrested once before, like 10 years ago, uh, for a fight, so. It was interesting to go through it in this mindset. I actually caught a meditation in the cell for like an hour. (laughs) But it was uh, like, dude, it was kind of a perspective opening in itself. I was just like, man, can you imagine being stuck in here? Like, I had my friends waiting outside to bail me out. I have money. I wasn't worried about it. You know, like, I talked to the Lord. They're like, we're good, you know? Like, you probably, you know, everything will be good. and I, you know, I had that peace of mind. Um, but I can't imagine going in there and just being stuck and not knowing, having no one out there waiting for you. And it was it was cool. It made you kind of appreciate your freedom a lot more. And also just like moving more um, consciously of like, you know, I don't, I genuinely don't think I'm doing anything to this day. I told the cops that like, I mean, the cops got kind of a crazy vibe. We were talking for like hours. Um, but I was like, you know, I just totally disagree. Like I tell them why, He asked me about it. I was like, "This is why I make it. Why I make music? We take it in small amounts and and catch a vibe, you know. And um, genuinely, don't think I'm doing anything wrong or hurting anybody or myself. Genuinely, I don't. I think I'm actually helping myself if I do it properly. But um, yeah, it was just. It was just nice to uh, like. As much as it sounds crazy, it was kind of a nice like vibe reset again. And if you can take that, take everything with a grain of salt like that. I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of uh, liberating because, like, even shitty stuff like that is just kind of like cool, man. Like, obviously, I'm lucky that it was. You know, it's not a huge life changing thing where you can be in danger or be in trouble for a long time or anything. But if you take these little bumps in the road uh, as such and just keep it moving, I mean, we made a T-shirt out of it and fucking made all the money back that that it will cost. So you know, that's why it's uh. You know it was it was, uh, it was definitely something I wish didn't happen, but at the same time, like, I can't even say that because it was I did come out like appreciating my freedom and realizing I need to be more conscious of how I move in and out of every day.: Dude, we're driving back. <laughs> From your perspective, My
3: phone starts ringing. Fucking Austin Rosen. You got it later? Sachi just like gives me this look. Like there's something has to be wrong.
2: Yeah, Austin's—he's uh, a behind-the-scenes guy, but very, uh, very powerful, successful uh, young entrepreneur in the music business. He manages myself and uh, and post and a bunch of really successful producers and writers. So yeah, he's uh, if he's calling the line, it's something important.
3: I barely <laughs> can get a text back, let alone fucking <laughs> a call. So fucking. I pick up. He goes, "Yo, bro, something bad happened." Hmm. Like, hmm. all right, what? Because
2: Mike got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, no way. What was way. your first
2: thing, thought? Like, I beat someone up or something? No,
0: I was just like, "There's no way." Like, he's wait, what? Like, yeah, because we
2: thought she can probably I, get some sight.
0: I knew he. I knew you got arrested right right off the rip because when Austin called, I was like, "All right." something was going down real, real big. And then I was like, they're in a Sprinter van driving back. Like, what what could have happened? I was like, the only thing that could have happened is, like, they fucking crashed and then, like, it's a like debacle. But the only other thing I could think of was, like, he, they got pulled over. Because I saw we saw a bunch of cops when we were driving. We would see a bunch of cops. And then they were, they were pulling people over, searching people. And I was just going speed limit. We were just cruising. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, like, uh, once I saw that there was like a bunch of cops and shit, I was like, they definitely got pulled over in the sprinter. They got searched and he got arrested. I was so, like fucking half halfway through my nachos, couldn't even eat the rest. Like, I was just I was a rattled.
3: <laughs> so, my geek, so mind you, that's literally all the information. You gotta
2: film that. Chubb's just trying to beat cheeks on Steve. What's going on, guys? Stop. Well, that's Chubb's all horned up. He hasn't seen Steve in a while.
3: Yeah, I think so. Steve's like, whatever, man. Dude, so that he literally goes, Mike got arrested. And I'm like trying to get details out of him. He just goes, Cops are coming back. I got to go. So I literally have no details. All I know is you've been arrested. He, oh, so he goes, They found something in his backpack. I was like, You know what? And he's like, No, they won't tell us. And I didn't see what it was. So he hangs up, fucking call Merriman. Like, Mike's been arrested. Like, can we get the lawyers involved? Like, I don't, obviously, we've never been in this position before. I don't know what the fuck to do. So yeah. we we got that going. Fucking, we post immediately. I post a story with free mic on it. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be good for the culture. Knew we were gonna do. A my t-shirt. phone was
2: in my pocket on the ride over. It was fucking blowing up. I was like, "How did people know about this?" <laughs> I figured you did something.
3: Yeah, I wasn't gonna let that go by the wayside. I knew we were gonna do a t-shirt.
2: Monetize, monetize. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, uh could have been way worse. And it's interesting what the mind does, because like. I'm I'm still such a rookie in the whole mind thing, but I really am fascinated with it, and I was paying attention to it, and it, you know, uh, Joe has had a bunch of experts on about it, and, you know, try to watch things on it, but it's uh, it's like a survival. It goes into, like, survival, like... Long story short, it kind of, like, gravitates towards negative because it's, like, trying to fend off and secure and, like fend off any, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Danger. Uh, and like, I caught myself being like, what the fuck, I'm getting trolled, man. It's like, I'm literally sleeping in the back of a Sprinter van. and I'm, Now I'm getting my going to a fucking jail for, for literally, like not even one molly, like, it was just some residue in a bag <laughs> and they tested it. But like, and I was, you know, you, you find yourself, I found myself going, being like, yeah, like just pitying myself, looking for pity for myself, even in your own mind. And um, uh, I was able to check it. it was, I was able to check it in real time. It was pretty interesting. I'm good. I was uh, I was pretty interesting. But I think that's like a cool thing to just try to think about in your life when all is, like just regular shit goes wrong in your day, your girl's chirping you, or your mom's not on your wave and, you know, things are going wrong and in the real world and
3: how did mary take your arrest speaking of which fucking like a champ the
2: fucking just like we have a great relationship like back in like my she's kind of a warrior like a regular like northeast mom and she like her and my dad my dad always a little like a little more laid back and like kind of saucy was a wild motherfucker when he was young kind of so gets it um but they're just I'm a grown-ass man now. Like, I feel like I'm 21, but I'm fucking. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. 10 years older than that. Like, yeah. I'm an adult, so like, it's interesting because I don't even feel like that. I still feel like that's my mom, and I like gotta be, you yeah. know. But like, uh, I
3: think we all do forever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I guess
2: you just don't want to disappoint them. But I just told them straight up what happened, and they're already on. Like, if you told me like eight years ago, I could like tell my mom like, yeah, I dude, do, I do drugs and I do it and I do it responsibly, and this is how, and this is why, and she was cool with it, I'd be like, right. what? But she is, and then I get it, and they, they see what I'm doing with my life, you know what I mean? If they come and see me, and I'm healthy, and I'm not fucking, you know, going down a bad path or anything, and they, they, they've been able to trust me. Um, so they were cool with it. But, I mean, if she knew about it right out of the gate, I think she would've been more rattled. Like, I was able to talk to her as I'm out, yeah. and I'm already, you know, Blue called me
3: and was like, yo, you should probably take down the free Mike thing. (laughs) He he knows the deal. Like, dude, if Mike's parents see that.
2: Yeah, yeah, they'd be rattled.
3: So I I archived it until after you were free.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Interesting. (coughs) Interesting. Going out with a bang, I would call it. Went out with a bang. Literally the bang of the prison doors closing. Went out with a clang. (laughs) Went out with a clang. Make the t-shirt, guys. Um... (laughs) But yeah, then went to Vegas, uh, lost, lost a swift five grand in about 25 minutes and I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Today's not my day. I was doubling down on like, you know when you get cold for a while and you're like, you turns around, you ride it out you get hot. I'm coming in out of jail, like kind of didn't, felt like I didn't deserve it really. So I'm like, that oh, was bad luck. I'm gonna go down there and test, and test my luck. Got my ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Got my absolute ass kicked down there, so
0: we were gonna stop at the casino too on the way back, but uh we saw the coronavirus stats and it, yeah, they were like Brett you, just got tested. We
2: you just got tested, didn't you? Yeah, you did. sure did. You're uh you're negative? I'm positively negative.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 negative. I'm gonna get one I'm, on Wednesday. I'm very just, positive about the fact that I'm negative.
2: Just for shits and giggles, I'm gonna get one. But yeah, we were. Gonna, already, I already, already were have it.
3: Close counters with some some people more than <laughs> I was. Yeah,
2: but dude, we would share blunts the entire time. You would have it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You never know. I mean, it's the, probably the most direct way of like outside of us making out. It's more or less you. It's more or less the fucking same thing. You know what I mean? It's exchange so can, of saliva. We probably
3: edit this part out. But are we gonna talk about your kiss in
2: Utah? <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't think we can talk about. It. Actually, post to be like, tell him if you're not gay, tell him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we can edit it out. Uh, do we? Probably, it's not our business to tell. <laughs> let's just move. Let's just let's just move fast. This is this can stay in. What else? Um,
3: what else did we want to touch on? Oh man, I'm a fucking insane shooter.
0: <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> oh man. How, yeah. how are we on time right now? Sniper Where are we at? Steve. Uh, uh
2: pizzer time. Eleven minutes. Thirty-five minutes. Okay, let's rock for a little bit more. P break. It's uh, what what else did I want to say? Um.
3: Ooh, do you want to talk about the fact that there's new music coming out in?
2: Yeah. So when this, drops, this drops, it'll be like two weeks. Do yeah. you confirm with Chelsea? Yeah, I did. Great yeah so um 24th. the twenty fourth the twenty fourth yeah so it'll be two
3: weeks from this Friday we got a new
2: tune coming um we got a lot of fucking music man it's it's all start it's gonna it's gonna roll i mean we, this would have already been out our original schedule this would have already been out, but you know the world uh is just dealing with a lot of shit and it's not just feels uh distasteful to be making songs about like and or not making songs, but putting songs out and, you know, obviously this has been a big play for us and like this is a very, this is going to be a slow rollout into what's really going on and what this deal is and, you know, just the album, et cetera. but um yeah, like it just feels a little weird to be putting shit out and like even putting energy into that when the whole world is, is fighting for, you know, a bigger cause and shit. So um yeah, the music, uh what's what's the date? The twenty fourth? Yes, sir. Uh new song, Ben Thinking." It's 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 a great vibe. I think it's right down the middle of this new sound. Um, you know, all of it is two birds is two, but like this is like encompassing a little of this this country vibe that I was talking about, just even musically and like the way it makes you feel and shit. Um mix you know with who i you know mix with the urban side or whatever you want to call it just like you know having a hip-hop influence uh combining those two i I think it's a really cool song i think it sets it's a great table setter for where where it's going um me and the big guy stevie malone got a few records together that i think are amazing um
3: the one he did in utah is yeah impeccable
2: that's yeah, a big one so obviously you guys listening know if you're listening to this podcast you probably know um, this is a huge uh opportunity for us and uh, we i mean honestly we've had songs we've had songs together for a long time but it's another thing to like make songs and uh, it's it's a whole other thing to like be at the point where we are where it's like they're gonna start <laughs> you know we're doing the business for them and they're gonna see the light of day and it's just my first shot at like, you know, real mainstream looks and shit like that. So it's it's exciting. Um, we're excited, but it's also like, it's kind of interesting cause I kind of been chasing the music dream for so long and it's like, it's kind of a life lesson in this. I've been chasing it for a while now. I mean, almost we've been putting it on, it's going to be, by the time it pops off, it's going to be a decade in, yeah. which, you know, obviously music. But, like I'm talking like publicly releasing music for like a decade um you know, granted, I got a really late start, but like music is a journey, and I understand that, but it's it's interesting now, like not that it not that it's not as special or anything, it's just like my values have changed, and like it's not like it's the most it's the highest pinnacle for me to like be a super popular music, musician like i like it once was if that makes any sense it's just like it's it, it's it's like i it feels like we're ready for it it's it, it's not what i thought it would feel like i guess if you told me i had you know some a song or songs with like the biggest artists in the world and going to go and do a bunch of stuff you know like i would have been i would have thought that was like you know just so unbelievably invigorating and exciting and it is but i'm just saying like it's it's interesting you know when you get there it's it's never really what it, what you think it's going to feel like cuz it, it feels like part of the journey yeah it's like if you go back to what closer was what that said yeah. like this is it it's just like it's just part of the everything's part of the journey and and when everything's happening at the right time then yeah you're 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 supposed to feel like you belong there when you get there Cause you did the work you know and I, I feel like I belong there now um but back then you know I wasn't ready and looking at it up the mountain I'm like man what would it would feel like to be up there you know and it's just how it is um but nonetheless it's a fucking exciting time to be a Steve and I'm pretty uh open about it online but it's just super uh thankful for you guys getting us here because it for us to do it and sustain it and like I had to live in this house and like be cool enough and be on enough and be successful enough to even like be here. As much as it's not like to be in the room with these guys and like how it feels and what how it got done and how we got here, like your the the grassroots um, support was like the backbone of it all.
3: You had to break your Rolex to realize you didn't want one.
2: Yeah, had to get one. Had to be able to get one first. Facts. And uh, so that's just why it's a huge, all of it is uh, trying to just give back to y'all as much as we can. I think that's why this podcast exists. But, I mean, fuck, it helps us just talk through shit, and it's fun for us. But, um, yeah, super thankful, man. I'm going to pay it forward as much as I can. I think we we all will.
3: Speaking of giving it back to the people, Chugbud drop around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Date date TBD, but we're going to have them fucking firing
2: yeah i mean even chugbud's been we would have been more we would have been further along on this timeline we had but
3: obviously the whole fucking world has been
2: exactly everyone's been on no one's manufacturing on pause so you know we're no different than anyone else but the fucking um chugbud's like turning the corner now where it's like out of the house we are going to be able to mass produce uh i mean steps to mass production but taking a big step forward in production um and you know it's out of our hair so we're not the guys fucking scratching and clawing to get them done and get them done properly and out in the right time etc so it was really hard i mean it was a it was a really fun journey but it was uh just a lot of like fucking hands-on work
3: we're not a logistics company
2: we're not a logistics company so um nice to be out of the logistics and you know, we've, we're really working some cool business shit out. The business of the of the whole company is is in a great place. So, um, yeah, I think uh, we're going to fucking kill it with Chuck, but I have a really strong feeling about it. And you guys have been killing it for us. So it's coming soon. I mean, by the time this podcast drops, it probably will Real drop soon. with this podcast or very close. I would say
3: probably within two weeks from today. Easy.
2: Yeah. Easy. Probably closer to a week, if I had to guess from the day this would be airing. I'm like, yeah,
3: maybe sooner. I'd say two weeks at the absolute maximum.
2: Yeah, yeah, so um, big thanks to everybody. We'll want to take a little, take a little pee break and then we'll we'll start back up. We'll
1: be right back with you never know, you know what I mean, right after this urination break.
2: All right, so. As we're adapting to this changing world that we're living in, uh, commerce is changing fast as well. Uh, more and more people are buying stuff online, um, and it's it's happening fast. So if you are in e-commerce and you're selling something, um, it's important to be able to not only meet the new demands, but be able to do it in a way that's actually manageable for you, even at a small scale business. Um, we actually use Sip station, We've been using it. We do a lot of e-commerce, and it's really dope because it it's just a, it's just a fully functional interface. Essentially, like if you're selling on Amazon or Etsy, it doesn't matter, right? It all puts it in one marketplace that you can manage. Um, and also, like it works with all the major carriers, um, so mail it doesn't matter who you get your mail, or do your mail with. Um, ShipStation works cohesively with it. It's just the fastest, easiest way, most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. So, um, they're sponsoring the podcast. They're Steves. Um, and uh, they're offering a cool thing for you guys. So, any of you guys, the YNK listeners, can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use the offer code YNK. Um, and again, I think if you give it a, you give it a whirl and you get going with it, you'll see that it's actually making it very doable, even if you're just starting out. So, go over to shipstation.com, uh, click the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in YNK and you get started. All right, whether you're working from home or you're working on your fitness or you're just going throughout your day-to-day life, Um, I think music is a big part of people's lives. And uh, earbuds are are actually a big factor, especially in days like today where you're sharing space with people. You might be in the house or in the workspace. Um, Yeah, earbuds are actually a real factor. So um, the Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of the other premium wireless earbuds on the market, but they sound just as amazing. Um, So I think that's pretty cool, especially in times like today where you know, spending your money is, is, a, is a bit more caution. Um, so their newest model is the Everyday E25 earbuds. The best ones yet, six hours of playtime, Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a compact design. It gives you a noise isolating fit. Um, sounds dope, so we're doing a call to action with them. Now's the time to go get it. Uh, get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com ynk. That's by Raycon, R A Y C O N dot com slash Y N K. Get over there and try them out. We love it.
3: King of the trees, (laughs) I'm a tree myself.
2: I am Chuck Buck. I am Utah. I am Utah. I am Utah. Fully thought it was Utah. Then he almost. (laughs) <laughs> I almost killed you. Yeah, how about that photo you guys huh? Dude, so we shoot fucking... Foley's never shot this fucking thing in his life. Goes, We're in Utah, so he, so he goes and gets it. Um, I've been getting some weird texts lately, man. Um, Time for a new number? Probably. Uh, Yeah, so we got, like... What are they technically? That's not archery. It's like... Uh, it's a crossbow. Crossbow, oh, crossbow yeah. Crossbow, because he's weak. Yeah, and... um like he's like yo take a picture of me like he probably shot it like five times i'm like cool he like turns and like shoot and like literally is aiming at it like i'm like oh you know there's no way he's aiming at it and there's a fucking arrow in there like i'm sure we're, the safe so i just take on. the picture and then i'm like and then versace's like geez what are you doing and he's like oh he's like the safety's on the safety and i'm like on wait the you have a fucking and, bow in there and, <laughs> like it was like loaded up the And end of my figure wasn't on the train then then to add insult to injury <laughs> literally, 30, 30 it didn't ever, later. it broke. It didn't ever, sh- it didn't ever shoot after that. It was like jammed. Yeah, the fucking and then Versace's like, what'd you say? Like, if the string literally, yeah, so
0: the the thing was fucking jammed, and then I went and like grabbed it, and it was literally cutting itself, like little by little. So, dude, if you shot me, with so that like that five minutes
2: pin? later, if you, what the fuck's going on over there? These guys are fucking just, fin- just rubbing on each other, just seeing how. Just feeling each other out, literally. But yeah, if
0: that photo would have been like five minutes after that, the fucking...
2: So you would decapitated me with a crossbow? would have
0: snapped and then the crossbow would have shot straight into your face. And I don't know. He was aiming right at it. Can you imagine? Oh, well, uh...
2: <laughs> yeah, let's leave that one where it is. But yeah.
3: yeah, it's safe to say I didn't take a safe a gun safety course or anything like yeah, that. No, he didn't. I
2: didn't. just can't believe you turned and like aimed it at me. I was like, "What's he doing?" Well, the safety was on my finger. I thought you, you were like, shirt. he's like, take a picture. I thought you are just gonna be like aiming off into the distance. <laughs> oh, Look, <laughs> honey, take a
0: picture. Uh, crossbow. I'm dead. Look, honey, yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> ah, I'm dead.
2: Uh, but yeah, we made it out alive. A few bumps and bruises and uh, a few charges, but you know, we live to see another day.
3: fucking Utah man. What a place.
2: Yeah. Great place. Um Can We go back
3: like right now. We just get in the car and drive.
0: Post hit me to come back. Dude, the van. Dude, that van. I ran through some serious mileage oh, with that Oh, my God. Van. We got to talk about that. That van is the most legendary thing in oh, the world. Oh, we are bussing girls I in I guarantee on- you, the <laughs> rental company, like, when I returned that van back, they are probably like, yo, what the fuck, rock, dude? Yo, what the fuck? The numbers. van had so many, like, miles on it. We were just running it up. But that was the unlimited miles, but still.
2: Sachi was the guy who was going down and bussing the girls in into the house. When I say busing, I mean minivanning.
0: So I would tell them all meet at the bottom of the hill. They'd all get there, probably like a group of like 10 to 20 chicks. And then I would literally throw them all in the back of the van, huddle them up in there, and then just drive them up, up to the spot. See,
2: like, L.A. girls would be like, a fucking minivan? What the fuck? What is this? I was like, all right, of ladies. What fucking party is this?
0: Get in the van. Let's go. We're going up.
2: <laughs> These girls were fucking going up for the ride of their life.
0: Oh man, that, that guy at the gate he, he was probably getting sick. Probably of thought me. you were the
2: biggest legend ever.
0: Because <laughs> every time I'd go past there, he'd have to wave. He's me like, off. "Who is this guy?" He had to wave me by, to, like, <coughs> open up the gates every time.
2: Like, the van just loaded the girls. The legends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, another thing <laughs> I wanted to touch on is—we uh, never, I, you know, <clears throat> we we did we took a break from the podcast out of disrespect what was going on, but the, um, we never really touched on, like, just the overall thing that's going on. Black lives matter, and the whole thing's been heavily politicized. I just burned myself with an ember. Fuck. That's what happens when you don't pass it, Steve. Heavily uh, politicized. I didn't know you were, I thought you had, you have two fucking jays in your ear. Or you did. You smoked them all? I got one. Sick bastard. I just don't like jays. So I'm not going to share that with you. You know what I mean? I don't want to share it with you either. Yeah. Um. Both sides are like heavily politicized, but I just I just wanted I thought there was should be something said from us just so you know where we stand. But I think you guys know where we stand. But it's just like a right and a wrong. It doesn't matter what side you are on uh, on on uh you know when it comes to policy or you know how people. I don't judge people for how they think or you, you just got to try not to judge people too much by how they're programmed because a lot of it was out of their control. Um, and people are clearly being, are victims of that. Um, to still be in this day and age that this blind to the fact that people aren't lesser because they're, you know, a different skin tone. Um, It's crazy to to see it in real time because I was actually pretty naive um, to it. It Just like you know, there's kind of this common theme of like, oh, like all the racists like that are dying with this generation. Like our parents' generation was like that last like group of people who kind of lived through like where being racist was like actually part of society, Um, and I I think we were wrong because there's clearly um racism full blown racism still still operating and still fully functional right in our own backyards and uh you know people have talked about this a bunch you know and but it's like man we got we got to be able to to draw the line and like just kind of open our eyes to what's right and what's wrong like think about it like anyone listening who who thinks that like you know black people are lesser or or just people who are different any minorities whatever right and you're i just ask you to like go back to like the beginning of how you thought how you thought that to be true and like where that started right and then just like apply like logic to your everyday life to the same situation like so if every, you know, if one, if if one bad, like you have, you know, there are bad cops, right? You can't, you can't think that every cop is a bad cop because there, you've had bad experiences with a bad cop. Like your personal experience or your personal viewpoints, like you have to be able to break down those walls and be like, do I really think all black people, I hate all black people or I, you know, or I hate all bad, or I hate all cops, like. You can't blanket statement anything or anybody nowadays at all, like, you know? So it's like the actual terms and like the actual foundation that racism is standing on is like, it's faulty, man. Like, just look at it. There's no way you really think because someone has darker skin that they're lesser. There's no way you really think that, like, and if you do, you just have to like challenge that because it's just so dated and old and like you're clearly been programmed really wrong. And a lot of that isn't your fault, but you got to be able to, like, I think that's how you actually can make a change with this generation. Like, have articulate conversations about it and, like, just challenge yourself. If self-reflection and meditation, all this thing is becoming more and more cool to talk about, self-reflection is going to happen and it needs to happen. And I think just the self-awareness of, like, wait, do I really think that all Hispanics, should go home and they don't belong here and that their feelings aren't the same as mine and they don't deserve the same things I I get. Like, if you really think that, man, I feel really bad for you. Like, I I pity you and it's not, I think if we could both kind of, if everyone could kind of just take that, that stance a little bit and just almost feel bad for them for being so misguided that compassion could maybe like make a bridge where we can start fixing it because there's clearly people just young people that really believe you know that there's superiority is amongst race and it's it's sad but it has you know the way it's gonna change is, is being able to just kind of like are you really like really evaluate yourself and evaluate how you think <laughs> Chubb's is really fucking Steve right now. We right got a beautiful little interracial couple. And, right and here. the weird thing is, Steve's looking right at me the whole time. <laughs> Chubb's, get out of there. What are you doing, bro? Steve. I mean, you guys can you guys love whoever you want to love. Uh, <laughs>
3: Blue said, wait, we got to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> you ever dive into Rick and Morty? Dead
2: serious.
3: You ever do- dove into Rick and Morty?
2: oh great show yeah it's a fucking amazing i haven't watched it enough the rattle, rattlesnake galactica you
3: got a, you got a letter they fucking they go to like a snake planet and they they realize that there's a whole war going on they're like what are they fighting about it's like it's a race war like wow can you imagine fighting over being a different colored snake
2: it's that stupid yeah I'm just asking you, like, yo, I'm sure, like, I have fans all over the place. I'm sure some of you, some of you, like, there are some people that are racist. Maybe they're not listening to the podcast because I feel like we're not necessarily, like, aligned with how we think with, like, people who are racist. But if you are, just, I mean, I'm, I'm not even challenging you. I'm not even talking shit. I'm just like, dude, do you really think, do you really think that, like? What? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You should I, go watch that Joe Rogan
3: podcast where he has that uh, black guy, the musician that like turns uh, KKK members. Have you see Oh, that? yes. Like, if you're What's even his like name? slight. I, yeah. Just if you look up Joe Rogan, KKK, black guy, I'm sure it'll pop up. Yeah. But like, if you're even like remotely racist, even in the slice, you have to think about it if you're racist. You should watch it.
2: You got to pride yourself on, and this generation is priding themselves on, like, being, um, you know, we are, we're living in this world where, like, evolution is happening so fast. Like, our parents and their parents, they lived in much slower-paced time. So, like, you got to pride yourself on just being able to change and evolve. That's, like, the best part of being alive, man. It keeps you fresh. And if you're racist, like, if your parents are racist, like, look, you don't have to fucking fight them, and, and, you know, you you should you should definitely tell them how you feel, Uh, you know. And I would hope that. But like, it doesn't. I'm not I'm not saying it has to be confrontational on every level. I mean, obviously there has to be a certain level of confrontation on the front lines of this movement, and a lot of everyone's standing up and doing that. but yeah, man, you just gotta be able to like look at it and just be like, what the fuck am I what, what what are we really doing here? You know? We're we're all on this fucking planet and it's like I can't believe that people are really still in belief that like, you know, these these trivial things matter. So yeah. I mean I wanted to address it. I I'm not I've actually said on this podcast before, like, I don't vote, you know, and I and I and I and um I remember as soon as I started this shit started happening, I was like, "Oh, I already have changed my mind on that, like I need to vote, and I need to it it comes from a it does come from a place of privilege. I connect with that where it's just like, yeah, it's not affecting me, and like I've been lucky enough to you know make money I'm not necessarily so impacted by everything the you know the administration is is putting in place because it's just like i'm just doing what I do, but um in regards to, you know, just voting and, and doing what you can, like, you got to, man. You got to. Especially when, when you know there's problems. So I was definitely, like, naive to it and um, from a place of privilege in that sense. But I've, again, like, just what I just said, like, it's cool to change your mind, man. You don't have to, like, like Gary Vee says this shit all the time. It's cool to change your mind. It actually shows that you're like open minded and you're ready to learn. Cause if you think you know everything, then you know your your learning capacity is gonna be a lot less.
3: I was thinking about it this morning, randomly. Nothing, literally nothing ever stays the same. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards.
2: You know if you're I mean? not
3: moving forward, you're moving backwards. Yeah, because literally nothing can stay the same. Yeah. Nothing ever stays the same. So if you're not moving forward, you're moving Absolutely, backwards.
2: yeah. Yeah, and like, that's, that's dope. You, that even goes just to like, every day when we talk about doing baby, like baby steps. Like, exactly. I was just on like a horseshit bender. Like, you know, I like being on, I was really getting, starting to make some headway with like flexibility. I was doing yoga every day. I was eating fairly clean. Wasn't partying much because we were quarantined. Then I go to Utah, I'm eating fucking Arby's, eating chicken tenders. <laughs> I'm eating fucking, I'm drinking till failure.
0: McDonald's for breakfast. Doing, doing okay. whatever
2: drugs I wanna do, you know. How good is Arby's, man? Arby's is a sleeper, I was sleeping Yikes. on it. Um, but even that, like, you know, we took, like, it, like to me it's about balance, like, I weigh the pros and cons of it, like going and doing what I need to do there. Like. Outweighs staying healthy and staying on this path I was on, and you and you you kind of take the loss, but you also take the wins from that, and then you come back, and now I feel like I'm motivated to get healthy again because I was just, I was just you know not healthy for for an extended period of time, but that goes to your point of like, you know, moving forward, even if you're just taking small steps forward, at some point you know you're gonna turn back and be like, oh, we came a long way. Yeah. We yeah. I could, our career feels like that. Spend baby steps the whole time. So, could definitely relate to that. But yeah, I mean, what else did I, we were just talking about the Black Lives Matter thing. I mean, yeah, in closing, just 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 dive back in on on, on yourself. And if you're not racist, then it doesn't pertain to you, you know? But I think this is a cool way of maybe sharing it with people too, it's just like, even if you're like, if your mom is racist, like maybe she has like a real, you know, she doesn't have a real reason, but maybe she had this bad experience and, you know, clearly someone in her life like planted that seed and nourished that seed. So it's like, you know, play that play that clip for her. Just be like, is that, is you know, does that pertain to us? Like, do we really think that still, you know?
0: They say that everyone's... Uh one event away from being racist. Yeah, yeah. Something happens to you? Look,
2: it's human nature, man. Like, shit, man. Like, I've had, you know, I've just had bad experiences with all races. Like, it's, uh, you know, it was never a thing. But I, I understand how those seeds get planted. And I understand where it comes from because we're coming from a racist, we're already coming from a privileged supremacy we came from a supremacy standard. They were, these people were enslaved, you know what I mean? So it's like, clearly it's, we're, we're heading in the right direction. We just had a fucking black president, man, for eight years. But it doesn't nullify the fact that there's just like a lot of active racism still. The fucking cop shit is fucked up, too. And so I, I'm, not, my, I have, I'm close with cops, someone in my family. Fucking I really like the guy a lot. Love him. It's been amazing. But there's something about there's something about the cops thing in America that has just gotten away from us, it feels like. It's gotten away from like what it's supposed to be. And I I it's one of those things where I feel like a lot of them don't even really realize It that doesn't
3: feel like protecting service. It's
2: a police we're like in a police state. Like we're not It feels like the cops come and they escalate it. They're like, "Yo, like they're trying." They're like, "Yo, we're getting these fuckers off the streets." You know, like I get it, but like, aren't you supposed to kind of de-escalate and like, if a guy's sleeping on the side of the road and he's and he was drunk and he's pulled over and he's sleeping, probably let that guy rock. Like, you know what I mean? Get him a little ride home. He he did the right thing. Like, right. Instead, the guy dies. Like, and yes, he did a lot of shit that he shouldn't have done. But like, what I'm saying is, you have to expect the people who are amateurs in these situations to do amateur shit. The cops are supposed to be the ones that, like, yeah, this guy's this guy's yelling in my face and threatening me. But like, that's what pe that's what the public's gonna do, man. Like, you're you're in their space. Their 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 freedom is about to be jeopardized. They're like they're panicked. Right. So as a cop, like, how how does no one understand like? I'm not even saying that, that there's not tons of cops that do de-escalate because th- there are. But what I'm saying is like just seeing the videos over and over again, I'm just like, this is so wrong, and it's gotten away from the fundamentals of like, what it's supposed to be. And I think it's really dope that like a lot of changes are being made from just protesting and doing shit, like people getting arrested for the shit that they should get arrested for. So I don't know I mean, the cop shit. Look, there's a lot of cops that listen to me or fans of me. Bro, I appreciate what cops do and what, the, what they bring to the community. I mean, it's, it's like what gives you a peace of mind to live. But I do think they've taken it way too far in, uh, in a lot of cases. Um, and it's just, it's time to be like, that's like kind of what we said about the race thing. Just like, let's evaluate what we're doing as, as, a, as a nation. From, a, from the police state and just be like, okay, we've clearly gotten out of hand here. Like, look at the numbers in other places, bro. Like our, our fucking police murders and like the, all the brutality cases, they're so much higher in the US than like everywhere else in the world. Like there's so much more and it's, it's crazy to see that. So it's just, it's just time for, it's time for change. I think and we're right in the middle of it. So it's, an, it's actually an inspiring time it's an inspiring time to be around, as much as it's kind of sucked in its own in its own way, like, you know, there's been, there's a lot of people that were in the trenches from it. I feel like we're poised
3: for legitimate change, though. Yeah. Like systemic change, I feel like it's right, it's right
2: here. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope to be around for it. It's not gonna be pretty. But, uh... When is it ever? Nothing's... Yeah, exactly. It's growing pains. It's not... You know? It's not the opposite, so.
3: Also have to mention that the most American person I've ever met was born in Mexico and sitting right next to us.
2: Yeah, you are American.
3: Like, Fuck. This, he is the single-handedly most country-loving. Yeah. Like, go USA. Hard, hardest working. Hard working. Like, what you want like,
2: Americans to be like. and the, And, like, to our president, like, he's a risk. And, like shouldn't be you know what I mean like he can't leave the country he can't leave the country I'm well just he can like, he can leave the country he just can't come if back if they again. knew this guy or hung out with him for one second they would know how crazy that is and that's kind of my point about the whole fucking thing it's just like there's just a lot I just like there's got to be a time where as as a people or as like a race human race just like start understanding how trivial trivial these things we care about are you gotta I mean there's a lot of human elements that are, of our evolution that suck. There's a lot of great parts of our evolution, but the shit we care about nowadays is, you know, on a mass scale is pretty misguided. Um, but man, fuck. The, yo, there's a book, I just started reading it. It's called Abundance. And it's essentially, I'll just throw it out there. I think everyone should read it, especially people who are trending like negative. Thinking negatively about what's going on like bro all the like he has a whole book more or less proving that like Thing we're we're living in a state of abundance as an overall race we're trending toward where everything is positive in regards to looking back ten years looking back another ten years looking back another ten years like things are improving we're, we're evolving in, in, in a great way. Overall, yes, there's downs, but, you know, that's essentially what he's saying is like the media paints this negative picture. It's what gets attention, um, but there's a lot of, a lot of there's actually way more shit to celebrate about what's going on in life. Um, so it's interesting. It's just an interesting, I wanted to read it because I wanted to feel that way. I wanted, you know, you see, look around, you see a lot of negativity, it's, I want to read shit that's actually debunking that negativity. I just started, but I think it's going to be dope. Uh, Sachi is catching away with some things out there. Man.
0: The girls are beautiful in Utah. That's all I can say.
3: Yeah. How about that night <laughs> Sachi? we were at the castle. Sachi was talking to that girl. And literally, like in the course of 10 minutes, maybe 15 different people came up <laughs> to them and told them. Yeah. how good of a guy Sachi was <laughs> really? and yeah, how she, lucky the girl was she's probably she's, like she's, what yeah, the fuck she's Sachi gotta tell the story
2: she was probably super <laughs> you give rattled me super rattled probably you gotta tell a story Wait, the story what happened so I'm
0: talking to this girl and then, like, <laughs> what crib was that? at the castle
2: the second the yeah yeah, yeah. The
0: second night we're just like hanging out and then just like talking and all of a sudden like Charlie like rolls by and he's like Hey, you talking to this guy? Oh my God, this guy's the greatest guy in the whole entire world. <laughs> right? And then I'm like, ah, oh, thanks, man, whatever. And then, like, Foley rolls by, and then he's like, oh, this guy right here, greatest guy in the whole entire world. And I was like, oh, thanks, Foley. And then you were next. You come up. Literally, like, you're like, this guy right here, oh, greatest guy in the whole world. Just so by, like, what kind of scam are you yeah. guys running? And then, literally, like, two minutes later after you came, uh, Post's, like, engineer guy walks by. It doesn't say one thing like, Plus, oh Nick. Yeah, and like kinda like ign- ign- ignores me, but I know he remembered me kind of. But then like literally two seconds later, like runs back and he's like, Oh my god, you were wearing a hat, I didn't recognize you. Yo, I'm so sorry, what up, what's good. And then he said, Yo, this guy right here <laughs> <laughs> This guy right here, greatest guy in the whole world. She uh, was probably like, What the fuck's going on? Every yeah, she was yeah. probably like, I need to fuck <laughs> this guy immediately. What the hell's this guy got? Oh man. It was the funniest thing ever. Uh so that's my little story.
2: Uh oh it's good stuff. It was good stuff. Was great good stuff, great
3: yeah. stuff. Um Yeah. Were there any announcements that that Steve's brother Kevin made that can be shared? I mm-hmm. know there was some pretty life what what uh there he made like some really good speeches or any any <laughs> you remember that can be shared.
2: Yeah. Um I mean probably can't (laughs) probably not for me to share but yeah uh nah he was great I mean dude how about the fucking um the birthday gift oh my god we gotta talk about that shit went viral your video when you took yeah fucking got Um, zero credit for it
3: they were every every blog treated me like they were you and didn't tag me on anything
2: (laughs) yeah because it was your account I mean, I'm used to not getting credit. I'm always in the videos. are so just like, Post Malone and friend win 100K playing beer pong. <laughs>
1: um,
2: what the fuck was I just saying? Oh, the... Uh, Cigarette. Dude, so I'm like fucked up. We're at a party. What's fucked up is I was at four different houses over this t- span of time. Like, they're all fly. But like... Well, actually three. But then we were going to the castle again. So it was like felt like four again. Beginning, I went to the castle. Then the crib next near Post. Which is fire? You fuck with that house? The
0: uh, his
2: house? Yeah, the one across from post. Oh, it was cool. Yeah, it's not like the one at the
0: mountains. The, the so. best one was the one in Park City, Yeah, the then we went the to Mos- the one.
2: Then, then I called it Stevenson Ranch, Utah. After I called my manager, I was just like, "Bro, I gotta bring my boys out here. We gotta run it up. Like, I'm get a crib. Just bring my studio out here because we were just working at his at the time, and there was just nights he was getting tattoos and it's like his cribs. So you know, like." I wanna be working, just vibing. So Versace drove the studio out and we we started rocking and the boys came out. But this third crib was fire. What was it? What was it titled on the thing? It was like it was like Ski Lodge to the Stars on Airbnb or whatever the fuck we got I had it. No idea, never saw I never seen it. That's I what know. it was. It was something like that. Like movie Star Lodge or some shit like that. Some name That's but what the fuck it felt like. It felt like that. It was yeah. a fucking wave. Um, but yeah, so I'm like fucked up. And I'm playing beer pong with Post. we This is like right in the middle of our run, and uh, I was like, "Man, this fucking guy. I mean, the dude smokes an just uh, just never-ending cigarette. As soon as it's out, popping another one. <laughs> but um, yeah, like especially when we're partying. So he's just like, "Yo, like I see him like not want to give people cigs. They come up and they're like, "Yo, let me get a cigarette. And they're just like, try- girls are, like trying to flirt with him, and he's actually getting pissed. He's like. These are my cigarettes. You know what I mean. But he's never—he's giving it to him. But I could tell. I just know. Him. So I'm like, man. I know his birthday's coming up. I'm like, that's the gift. Just an absurd amount of cigarettes. will we get like five thousand dollars, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, five thousand dollars worth of cigarettes, and just like the joy that he when we showed him and we opened it, like the joy. Like he's a guy. It's almost impossible to buy a gift for because. He has all this, like, he has insane amounts of liquid cash. He'd get whatever he wants. But he has, like, this crazy taste of shit. So he has all this, like, really exotic shit already. Yeah. Like, everything he's got is, like, exotic and, like, one of ones and all this shit. So it's, like, he's borderline impossible, but somehow we (laughs) we got the right gift. And it was, I want to add, it was a fuck. I was on a certain wave to even, like, be like, oh. Yep, that's the gift, and then I go right to Versace, and I'm like, yo, buy it. And then two days later, it's there. You know what I mean? Where, like, I actually think a lot of times when I'm on a wave, I, like, make better, like, the rash decisions I make are actually great. You know what I mean? I, like, loved that decision the next day when I was like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a hilarious gift, and it was, it was the right gift.
0: Also, just to let you know, uh, if you want to buy 7,000, Cartons of cigarettes, like not cartons, but packets of cigarettes. It's pretty hard. Like you can't just go to a gas station and you be like, "Oh yeah, I need no. like I need like seven thousand yeah. people." Like look at you, kind of weird. And they're like, "Oh, is this for a business?" And you're like, "Yeah, they think no, you're reselling." This is, this is personal use. So then we had to find this like this. Um, we actually found a Costco that carried tobacco, and me. Sasha so
2: just gets it done.
0: Me and Foley went, and the lady was like, "Oh, we got actually got told there we couldn't grab it either because." We didn't have a store. We just told her it was for personal use. Mm-hmm. She was kind of rattled. And she was like, I have to grab it for you. So then that <laughs> happened. Paid all in cash and got out of there. Got out. So everyone was like watching. "Dude, She was rattled. She was like, do you guys have a uh, reseller's ID? <laughs> i
3: like, no. It's personal. We had to tell her literally, we had to look her in the eye like four times. And each tell her. It's personal. It's personal. Personal use. Oh,
2: man. There's no way she bought it, but she let it rock. But yeah, there's no way she did. Just say post, she be like, oh, okay. But yeah, um, but uh, yeah, he was so happy with the gift. So it was great. I wonder, how, I wonder, I genuinely wonder how long it lasts. How long it lasts, you think, Versace? I
0: mean, so me watching him like smoke.
2: you like, also seen him at the highest capacity where he's like, but he smokes and shit. a lot. Like, I w- yeah, he does. I
0: want to say, like, if he. If he goes like through five of those, like at least it, one night, he's just going through fucking so many of them because I'm literally throwing boxes at him. I'm <laughs> he'll be like, "Yo, give me another one." So I'm like throwing, literally throwing like boxes and smokes <laughs> to him, and then like literally, but, like, like mind you,
2: we're all
3: taking cigarettes. Yeah, once,
2: but, once we bought them, of course, we were all. Oh, oh yeah. That was like part of my reasoning because I would I would take him too. Yeah. Like one, I don't even like cigarettes. Like yeah, but same. if I'm on a certain fucking tidal wave. And I'm playing beer pong with the dude for fucking five hours. And he's just chain smoking ciggies in my face. Once you give him the I might though, I might as well rip it.
0: Once I did see, I did notice that once those uh, those ciggies came out, like every single person in that whole house everyone was like, smoking. They yes. were all ripping ciggies. Dude. Dude, everyone, the whole house was just <laughs> yeah. like chain smoking. That house probably. I just like put smoking. myself.
2: I literally just put myself through like the party Olympics up there because like you're training at a high altitude. Yeah. yeah, man. Like that's a hard place to rage continuously. I feel Dude, like I'm ready for war.
3: Every time I took the stairs, I felt like I ran five miles. Yeah. Because like, I, like, you know, take the stairs briskly, yeah. if, if not, like, run.
0: I used the elevator.
3: <laughs> Sorry about Honestly, it. Honestly, I didn't use the elevator until the very last day just to move my bags.
0: I used, uh, that was my <clears> whole <throat> trick. I would bring girls in there. I, I'd be like, hey, what's going on? You uh, want to check out the house? And then I'd be like, "We got an elevator." I already know.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then boom, bring in the elevator. Oh, it just stopped. (laughs) Oh, we're stuck. (laughs) Going
0: downstairs to the room. Oh, downstairs. Okay.
2: (laughs) Um, what was I gonna say? That fucking movie theater. Dude, I'm talking like, after that trip, I need to start skiing. Yeah.
3: Yo, it's only six bands a night, in the winter. In the winter. I heard it was like. Someone said. Someone said. I looked it up. I went to,
2: I looked
0: it up to yeah, go Yeah, I think look. you said it was like 15000 So I told Foley about it. And he's like.
2: I think, I think what, I'm, what, what happens is when the winter comes around and it's booked up, that's where their price goes. But if you buy now, you get it for 6000 Um, When you go check, check in the winter, it'll be up there. Probably last minute bookings are usually more. Expensive. You guys ever been skiing? Yeah, I mean like even like month, just like in winter months, like, yeah. you know.
3: I mean, I was looking like literally a Christmas. But that
2: place in the winter, that shit's probably a fucking wave. Going to the bars, too. Dude, the bars at the the base where we would pick up food. Yeah, we
0: went to pick up food and the bars were popping. Popping, bro. Sheesh. During coronavirus, too.
2: Yeah, it's Republican County out there. I don't give a fuck.
3: Most people were wearing masks.
2: Yeah, but they were still raging. I mean, dude, we got to talk about this. We'll probably end on this or in this ballpark. We don't want to end on negative. Should we subject. drop? Keep going, masks. Maybe, dude. What the fuck is going on with the coronavirus, bro? <laughs> like, dude, I was fucking quarantined. Like, I was really quarantined. Then this motherfucker. Like, looking at leadership, bro. Like, no matter again, if you're not, if you're blue, you're red, or independent, whatever you think, you have to be upset with the leadership on on this. Like, you look everywhere else in the world is like almost done with it. And our shit's booming.
3: Dude, New York's.
2: We're going to lose our whole fucking year. Like New
3: York did a great job of fucking... They rallied. They're almost ready. To, they're like... Oh, really? New York has done a really good job of like... Oh, I didn't slow know. ...slow rolling
2: it. So, so is it only in certain places? I thought the whole country fucking booming.
3: Basically everywhere except for New York. Wow. The one place... Cause that York, will change, New York though. had to take it really fucking seriously. That will and change, though. Are, are they open? Yeah, but like slow rolling it. Like not... Like,
2: yeah but it's just New York yeah how are they doing that either way like I don't even know like no matter what you think like tons of people are dying <laughs> tons of people are dying and fucking
1: should
3: have just left
2: the end way. of the really like no our all of our lives are being uh, kind of put on halt for this shit so it's like man we gotta we gotta get it together i I mean what I'm saying is like i I went out to Utah and I was just Fucking with whatever, around strangers again, because I'm looking around and you know states are opening up. The president's telling us we have to open up. It's all you know, like I'm looking. All everyone I know is out doing shit. I'm like, fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm not going near older people. I'm not putting other people in jeopardy. I haven't gone near an older person. um But at the same time, like now I'm just like I'm looking at the numbers again, and I'm like, are we supposed to be completely quarantined again? Like. Yeah, I don't know. Basically. I'm just confused about the whole fucking thing. I'm sure a lot of you guys are. In
0: Utah, when you guys were partying, there's no corona involved. Everyone was just not giving a shit. Not one were... thought to it.
3: I, I mean, sh- I just got, I mean, I was definitely thinking about it, but I just got tested and I'm fucking in the
2: clear. Yeah. So. I mean, I no, I didn't give one thought to it. Not People one. People were just ripping jewels
0: with each other, just passing, <laughs> passing them. Everyone was. Everyone thing. was
2: smoking, drinking, fucking playing beer, like. Fucking. <laughs>
0: Sharing jewels <was> drinking fucking <laughs>
2: yeah there's a there's a lot of exchanges um but uh man let's just uh let's keep it positive I'm literally a mess look at me <laughs> i've been i've been covered in weed and ash this entire time I mean, this my life. Out here. unreal Backwards, fucker, i've I milked that thing um pause. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, it's not gonna end on that. It's not gonna end on a negative ass note. But let's uh, let's just try to let's just try to put our heads together here and just make sure we can get through this sometime soon. Like, do we want to? I would love to be able to go play shows again sometime and fucking just go see people and go talk to people and and engage. Like, I miss that side of life for sure. So and Utah was like so nice because it was like oh it was back to normal you know, and you come back and it's like it's not so. Let's just to, let's just I'm try the idea. I'm ready to drive the van wherever you want. Well, can we go
3: back to Utah.
0: I feel comfortable just throwing the studio in the van at this point, anywhere, and I can install it now and just drive wherever. Yeah, it has to be in the dude. Though.
3: Should we get a fucking bus? Should we get like a fucking RV or something with like enough beds and just fucking go? We could go. They're like set up wherever. Yeah, we could. Chubbs. Dude, it doesn't have to. Cut it out. It could be like for a couple of weeks. Chubbs is so horny. Why is it so horny for? <laughs> I mean, dude, he's been locked up with me for fucking. This <laughs> <laughs> is the first Chubbs, time we have seen a dog take like it a months, easy, bro, So ski. fucking horny. <laughs> I mean, they always try and
0: fuck. Hey, Steve.
3: <laughs> Steve's got this fucking bandana around your Steve's neck. Like, around his t- neck. What does he expect? Steve's like, what? yeah. Steve's pretty, for it. Steve's <laughs>
2: swag's crazy right now. Steve's like, Chubs can't get enough of it. Look, Steve, why are you looking at my face, dude? You got it. now I'm trying to get three-way makeouts. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a stud summer tour, 2014. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm back. Where's Gilmer? <laughs> Utah all over again. Oh uh, man. <laughs> all right. Well. It's good to be yeah. back. Big Daddy's back on the pod. We're back rolling. I mean, look, are we, gonna, are we, like, are we supposed to... I want to have guests again. Like, when are we doing... I can't do that yet, can I? Not in L.A. No. The Chubbs. fuck? Chubbs. Chubbs got a half a Chubb over here, too. It's a fuck fest over here. <laughs> it is a fuck <laughs> fest. Dude, you guys... Steve,
0: Steve's Hello. trying to get away from
2: Chubs as much as possible. Steve, what are you doing, bud? What are you doing? Come here. Hey, bud. Come here. This whole thing feels weird now. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Yeah, Steve's swag is crazy. Chubbs can't even take it right now. In between two dogs. (laughs) Steve got too much sauce. Oh, man. Um, All right. Yeah. Appreciate you. We're over and we're out.